0: We are back. We're we back. Are back, back Let's go in the Wooz Media Studios. So if you're wondering, by the way, where was our Sunday uh, recap show? Yes. We had some some technological This is a Sunday recap this show. Is sun, this is our Sunday recap show. We're gonna make, there was it, no beating. We're gonna make it really fast. Um, there was no show. Yeah, we had some issues where we we tried a new system for recording uh, remote. It didn't work, it ended up only recording like a portion of my stuff. So we just said, you know what, fuck it. We're just gonna move it over to uh okay let's tell let's tell everyone what happened quickly yeah we used to use this outlet uh i'll just called
1: riverside yeah fm and we thought they were good for a while but they started messing with our equipment Mm. no non-shadow riverside and so we had to transfer transfer to someone else it didn't work so we don't know what the hell we're going to do now for recording remote. Yeah,
0: podcastle the worst
1: yeah so we're going to figure something out between now and next week but it didn't get recorded so this is the recap show
0: yeah. And again, like, it won't be nearly as in depth because uh, we're here in the studio. And we want to get to breaking down some, uh, some week five games. Crazy that we're already crazy uh, in, into week five. But, crazy. uh, week four, I mean, first of all, Ohio State, Notre Dame, um, heartbreaker for Notre Dame fans. Last play of the game. Also, um, Uh, Marcus Freeman fucked up. They only had 10 players in the field for the last two plays. Yeah, good coach there. Including the defensive lineman who was on the side where they ran at. So, like, that one's one's tough. That one's Uh, really tough if you're a Notre Dame fan. I mean, look, it was a very good game back and forth. I know Ohio
1: State scored late. I know it was a tough game because, obviously, it came down to it, but... I thought that Notre Dame played well. They exceeded my expectations. They answered a lot of questions. I still don't think they're there, right? I still don't don't think they're quite where everyone else thinks they are. It was a home game, but they played well. Ohio State did what they needed to do to get the win. They had a lot of really good looks on third down. The advanced stats show, offense, defensive line, really played well and kind of dominated towards the end of the game. But overall, I think Notre Dame belongs in the conversation a little bit more than I thought they did before. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, though, they deserve the win in my opinion.
0: They do. Even still, like it to me, it confirmed the the issues that I feel like they have on offense. Like I don't feel like their offense looked really great. Yeah, it's a tough tough environment to go and get a win on the road, and ultimately they did that. Uh, it ended up uh, a push on the spread, or you know, a win for Notre Dame, depending on where you got it. Um, but again. You know, I, I feel like Ohio State's defense looked good, their offense not so much, and I felt like Notre Dame was driving the ball but really couldn't finish those drives, and that was their biggest issue. They mm. also didn't really throw the ball that much. Like, for bringing in Sam Hartman and being like, this is our guy now, they were pretty run heavy, and I felt like they maybe could have let him cook a little more as the uh, as the cool people would say. But big win for Ohio State, no doubt. They remain undefeated. Um, how about uh, Florida State choking against Clemson? My God. Mm. Well, yeah, Clemson uh, all game. They, I or, think excuse were- me, Clemson choking against Florida State is
1: what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that. Clemson all game. I think was a better team. As a matter of fact, Florida State didn't cover the spread at all the whole game until the very <laughs> end, where they covered <laughs> right. uh, in, in, in overtime. Or was it overtime? Yeah, or, it was yeah overtime. that game was overtime again. We're doing this a week. You know, Wednesday after I've been handicapping a lot of games in the meantime. But the point is, Clemson just shot themselves in the foot time after time. It was the, you know, in the second half, Florida State didn't score a touchdown. Clemson, well, an offensive touchdown. Clemson had a fumble Mm. six. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, Clemson had the fumble six where Florida State scored. Yep. That was it. Clemson shut them down, stopped them, did everything they needed to do to win. They had missed field goals, opportunity after opportunity. And how about that story, the kicker for Clemson, who, for those who don't know, Clemson's kicker last year, well, the backup last year, uh, left the team, right? He was a backup for a couple of years uh, with the team for like three seasons, left. Well, the kicker this year just blew it, was no good. He gets benched. And then this kid from last year comes back to the team. He makes a field goal. He does so well early in the game. Yeah. It's a picture perfect ending. That was tough. And he misses a 30-yarder. Yeah. Whew, like tough. like a drunk college kid playing Madden. Yeah, He misses a 30-yarder. And at that point, I knew. I don't know about you guys. I was like... There it goes you yep. can't give him the ball, and, and sure enough, overtime happens. Florida State gets the win. You know, I know you criticized Dabo's decision making, which I think is a big deal, and I think that's legitimate. But this all comes back to little things going here or there. I don't know yeah, necessarily it's execution,
0: really. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, it's execution. Some of it's luck. The field goal is luck. I'm going to chalk that it to luck. You've done everything you needed to, right? It was a great hold, great snap, no pressure. So, I think that. If you're a coach, you've got – what else do you do? You've done everything you can as a team. You've done everything you can. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Clemson look good. I'm not willing to downgrade them. As a matter of fact, this week, <clears throat> my top 50 rankings, we post on Patreon every single uh, Wednesday. I've got uh, – let's see. I'm missing the rankings here. They.
0: Uh, I mean, look, first of all, they should be – they really should be 4-0. They should have won that yep. game against Florida State. They definitely should have won the game against Duke, even though they only scored seven points. Right. But could have, should have, would is don't don't win games, and now they're I think they're out of the top twenty five by the way now officially so yeah. two and two rough start for them, uh, two two conference losses so the chances for them you know being able to compete for the AC championship game are you know maybe not fully gone but certainly seems okay. like it. okay okay I
1: I I got
0: my rankings here yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: Clemson I got thirteenth right now interesting so okay. overall in the in the country thirteenth now what are they ranked they're not ranked yeah I think they're out of the top twenty five now. that's my point this is where in the season, you start to see these big differences. Where I have teams look, Colorado was a big. I'm a Colorado fan. When they were 19th, I had them like 40th, right, 45th. So I get big discrepancies at this point in the season. There's no way Clemson is not a top 20 team, right? We saw what they did last week sure. to Florida, freaking State at home, right? Like this is why. But but it all depends on the the question we're answering. Like AP top 25, of course they have losses. They shouldn't be in a discussion. That's that's crazy, right? But intrinsic talent. No, they're a much better team. So that provides us some, some value and some different angles. But yeah, 13th uh, in between Notre Dame. <clears throat> you're going to laugh at this, but all, Oklahoma. They're better than Oklahoma, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see it again. I'd, I'd love to see them play in a neutral field. I think yeah. it'd be an awesome matchup, but I could definitely see it. Um, all right, well, then we might as well. We can cover it quickly because I don't want to open up sores, but the Buffs got stomped on by Oregon. Um, that, <sighs> was sure that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, Oregon was
1: the better team. Now, we talked about, uh, you know, Travis Hunter, what he's worth. And I don't think that was the whole game. I think it was, we actually talked about this on a different podcast we do, part of Woo's Media, the Buffs Nation podcast, right. which focuses on the, on the uh, CU Buffs. But, you know, the other hosts on that show, I'm taking myself out of the, the equation, everyone thought that it was a talent and not Travis Hunter. It's like, yeah, if Travis Hunter's in, is that a different game? Maybe. D- does the same result probably happen? Likely, might it, be
0: different in that like CU might score like twenty as opposed to six or something. But maybe I'm, fourteen. I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So, so
1: but that's that's the that's the uh, sentiment is that right. even with or without, probably not a huge difference, oh, right? Yeah. Agree. Um, Oregon was a very good team. I think we need to take them very seriously, but 100%. I also think that we get. Uh, look, Oregon is like a legit top 10 team. No, 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 no. Not legit top 10. Legit top 15, arguable Uh, top 10 team. I think they're probably legit top 10. For sure, for sure. And Colorado is, like I said, in the 40 to 60 range of college football. Right. On top of all that, Oregon approached this game like it was a goddamn Super Bowl. Like it was the national championship. Like it was the game to get them into the playoff. Right. Whatever you want to say. They were like all out, all this material, billboard material for a team. That really is about as good as like, you know, UTSA. So it's like, what's going on here? Of course right. they're going to fuck them up. Like, the reason why we get these blowouts is because USC plays Alcorn State and they're all worried about their TikTok and their nonsense and they waltz into the game and they get surprised. Right. When Oregon treats CU, like their biggest game of the year, right. that's going to happen. So, look, I'm not selling my stock. The Buffs are going to be good. They're not as good as we thought they were. Sure. But Oregon's a great team. They caught them by surprise. Uh, and Well, not caught them by surprise. I would say caught them at the best time, with Travis Hunter especially. Right. But next week against USC, I don't expect much difference. You know, we're talking about one of the best offenses in the country. They're going to score. Now, maybe CU will be able to do different. We'll talk about that next week. But CU... It's not this team that ESPN thought they were. Right. Don't fall in in, in you know the in,
0: media it, hype. The hype. The media yeah. hype.
1: All that stuff is is Shadour win the Heisman? Like this is a good team. They're yeah. improving.
0: See, but the, that exa- that's happen. why I think this was like the perfect thing. F- like it ends. I think it ultimately be a good thing for the program because like it resets expectations pretty perfectly. Right. Where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's just remind everybody like where this program was. So the idea that they would just all of a sudden jump in and be like you know, playoff contenders, which I don't think many people, of course, really weren't saying that, but yeah, me, um, but I was, <laughs> I don't kidding. think you were. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, even as a fan of the buffs, uh, I did not expect them to be three and O. So imagine what the players feel like, Exactly. you know, so yeah, you're right. As, as far as like a reality check, but you know, as, as a fan who I've been a fan my whole life, I was not surprised at all about what happened in that game. No, but let's talk
1: about that quickly. I know we're just going to go through a few more games and and wrap this one up, but I think that it was actually – I agree with Will. Well, I'm not sure if I agree with Will because mine's (laughs) coming from a loving point of CU and Will doesn't like CU. That's not true. But
0: (laughs) I I think it was
1: the best thing to happen because I believe CU was walking around, especially after the Colorado State win, thinking – that they were the fucking shit. And no matter what, they were gonna win. They could talk their way into these wins, they could manipulate their way into these wins. And the the reality was Nebraska's not that good. CSU's obviously not that good. But the team thought, oh, whatever. So that that's kind of my my takeaway. So I think this loss, resetting the team, is actually a good thing. Yeah.
0: I think it's like a Definitely. way to get everyone kind of back to reality yes and honestly and and again like my thing was never an anti-su thing the truth is that and i actually heard someone use this term on saturday and i was like that's exactly what i was suffering from and they were calling it coach prime fatigue Mm -hmm. and it's not even that i'm an anti coach prime guy it's just like what i was anti was is that like it felt like i couldn't go anywhere without hearing you know oh Coach Prime farted. Here's fifty in twi- Twitter posts about again, it. You know again, even I mean? as a fan, I was getting a little sick of it. Right. Well, and and, and <laughs> it hasn't exactly slowed <laughs> down. Even it. still, now the stories are like, "Ooh, now what?" But like, I think again, it just it I, it, it helps to to slow down a little bit of the hype, which can be an, an enemy. It can be something that that gets in your way. And I think in that case, it did. It it motivated Dan Lanning where. If there wasn't any of that hype, he wouldn't have, you know, his pregame speech wouldn't have been anything like that. And so it, it can work against you some some ways. It can work for you in a lot of good ways but as well. But here's the thing: it
1: doesn't work against you when people do that, right? That is your point of view. And honestly, that's probably my point of view. I'm not trying to single you out as an individual. Right. But like, Deion Sanders and the kids he wants to bring in, who are future hopeful NFL players, right. that's what you kind of have to do. So, oh, agreed. So, 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 that's where it's a positive, right? So my thing is like, I, I get what you're saying, but that's not for us. That whole thing really isn't for right. like us to 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 get involved with. That's for them and their mentality and how they look at at everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's my opinion. Makes sense. But either way, again, like you know, um, it just resets expectations. And yeah, I think I mean we're gonna see how Oregon does. Honestly, at this point. Knowing what their defense has compared to everyone's tax all favor, which is Southern Cal. But but, but look, if like, you if you're going
1: to see you, you gotta admit this, right? If you're gonna to go to Colorado as a sixteen year old kid, 17, 18, you want that You want that smoke. Oh, you, you mean want, the, recruits. Yes. Yeah, the recruits. Yeah, the recruits. Yeah. You want that camera. You oh, yeah. want the attention. You want that so he wants to get these people who no, attract I know. that. But and it is so the is idea- the attention of other coaches
0: now, which but, is but, weird. But
1: but, but that shouldn't matter if his talk backs up. Right. If you're going to be as good as Coach Prime says, then you're going to get everyone's top play, top game every time, right. right? It's like was is Alabama concerned at least during their heyday right. that they ah. got South Carolina and and, and the down teams now. and everyone else you know, in their head, or Georgia? Right. Are they concerned? Are they worried? that they get every team's best shot? Or right? Know, like, no, it was no, Muhammad not. Ali or, or or Mike Tyson? Were they like, well, what? I can't take it down here. It's like if you're gonna be elite, which sure. see you is not close to you yet. But that's what you have to deal that's included, with. In my opinion, hundred yeah. percent.
0: So. Speaking of Alabama, they take care of Ole Miss. Um, all the the reasons why I agreed with you for taking Alabama, but I still went against it and I said there's something wrong. You know, I still think their offense looks like it has issues, but their defense was dominant against Ole Miss. They cover by seven points, uh, take down Ole Miss at home, limit them to only 10 points. And Ole Miss scored on the on their first drive, so the whole rest of the game only three points, just a complete dominance by Alabama's defense.
1: One takeaway, not necessarily from this game. Look, this game, like Will mentioned, I don't have a ton to add here. Alabama looked very good. Ole Miss had their issues, you know, at spots, but Alabama was just a better team. Oh yeah. Let's not forget who these teams are, who these coaches are, and frankly, what this talent is. That's why Clemson doesn't fit into that to that, what I just said, because Clemson probably doesn't have the talent. They don't hit the transfer portal. They haven't been getting these constant five stars. Alabama does. They've got the coaching staff, so we need to always remember that. You don't discount them. I think there's something to be said that Nick Saban, this coach, you know, everyone in the SEC right now is like, no SEC. The SEC is down this year. It's all about the Pac-12. Everyone's talking about them. Right. There's a lot of teams left with a lot to say. Oh yeah, Alabama's one of them. So 100. You know, um, they found ways to win.
0: Yeah, and then last game we'll touch on again before we we end this quickly will be uh, Washington State taking care of business at home as three point underdogs against Oregon State. Uh, really impressed with Washington State. I mean, I, they're they're now up to I think 16 in the AP um, with, with current rankings after being four and zero. They have impressive wins. They took down Wisconsin at home. Yes, Wisconsin is still figuring things out, but that's a good win. And now they take down an Oregon State team, which was, I think, ranked in the top, like they were number 12 or something going into this game. And so very impressed with their win. Uh, Oregon State made a real run at the end to... To come back from being I mean they were getting dominated mm-hmm. they come back and I think only ended up losing by three but ultimately Washington State really had this you know in control for most of the game and I'm super impressed I mean yeah but it ended close
1: line close outcome you know I've been on Washington State all year I feel like I was talking about Cam Ward long before the season started when everyone else was focused on well yeah you know rightly other teams but Washington State's good oh it's yeah a very good 100%. team and honestly I've got some question marks about Oregon State
0: and DJ Uyengalayla. Yeah, he struggled. He struggled big time. All right, well, uh, stay tuned. Uh, We're going to go straight from this to our week five show. So uh, make sure you listen to that again. Follow us on Twitter if you're listening at CFB underscore pod. We'll see you soon.